Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's Saturday, January 9th. And, <sighs> um, folks, I just had kind of an uh-oh as I looked to the left. <laughs> David, you have that look on your face again. It's almost like a permanent look. Uh, oh, remember the episode mm. we did about resting bitch face? Yes. Uh, 2021 is my resting bitch face uh, year so far. Yeah, you look like, you sound and look like you're having a rough year to the start. And yep. you know what? I've heard this from others as well. You're not alone. Something's happening out there. I, I think it's a residual from 2020. I really mm. do. I don't think people reset. I think this is a, a continuation. We're, we're less than a year into the COVID thing. And I think that it's just a continuation of uh, incompetence and just not being in your right self. I, I, I really, it, it's either that, I've kind of, I boiled it down to two things. Either I've become a complete shit magnet or people are just really sucking right now. I mean, you know, I get it. I get it. COVID's. On top of us, it's impacted people's performance, overall attitude, and their psyche. But my God, people, it's time to rebound, don't you think? It's time. It's time. It's time for a timeout. Right. But what I appreciate <laughs> about you so much is that you write about what's real, what's happening, what people are feeling. So I think there's an appreciation behind your words as well. There is. So don't get too hard on yourself. Don't be too down. But we're gonna make. I feel like margaritas out of these lines. Yeah, there we go. I think that you're right. There's a purpose. I think I'm I'm being deliberately put in the path of these experiences because I have to process them and then share my wisdom on how I navigate through them. But man, oh man, it's just it's crazy. And today is like it's no like no it's like every day so far in 2021 for me. And it's awesome thematically that today is about creating remarkable memories. And I'm going to propose that we all stand up and say, enough is enough, <laughs> and not accept this bullshit any longer. I'm so fed up and beyond over it. So let me, speaking of timeout. Right, let's do timeout. Before you launch into your, into your stories and your lessons. Yeah. Uh, shall we get to the gift of the day? Let's do it. I'm going to sneak a bite of sausage you, you while you do that. take a piece of sausage. Yep. While, while sausage fixes everything. <laughs> Here we go. Incompetence is more common than excellence. It thrives only in a space where it's considered acceptable. Amen. It is at the heart of moral decay. It's time to stop settling and fight back hard. Decaying? We fix that. You know, I know it's extraordinarily bandwagon us to criticize our government, especially right now when things are in such amazing disarray and people don't know how to handle... All of this new political stuff that's just burgeoning everywhere. It's like deer in the headlights. I look right. at the new administration that's coming in. They have no clue how to handle this. And there it goes. You just can't help yourself. I can't. I can't. Okay, so break it down for us. Yeah. What, what, what are you feeling? What are you so a lot of A lot of incompetence is it's staggering to me. And I'm going to take it to the micro level with micro governments. So like local governments, because that's what I've experienced. And I've got a couple of stories to substantiate my concerns. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist by nature, but I'm telling you some of this stuff makes me feel like it's on purpose uh -huh. because they know the reason why I'm bringing all this up for everyone that's listening is it's less about injustice and more about calling out broken systems and a call to action for those of you who could easily become a victim to this, 
to not settle for it. It's not okay. The truth is most of you will not question it. You will not fight it. Yeah. You will just bend over and take out your checkbook and write a check to make whatever claim it is that's against you go away. Accept it. Move on. Out of yeah. sight. Out of mind. Right. Yeah. I, I remember my former partner was exactly that personality, and it drove me crazy. Despite leading by example and fighting everything that I was coming up against and winning almost every single time, just because a few keystrokes of smart words or a loophole that I found, her, her, her reaction is, oh, it's not worth my time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, because I was the main income generator. It's like, <laughs> it's not worth your time. It's not worth the hard-earned fortune lost to this. And it's not worth fighting against the principle of it all. Shame. Can't do it. Right. Can't do it. But so, it's so easy to take that stance. It, it, well, no. The easy way out is always going to be preferred. And our local governments know that. So mm-hmm. when you get a parking ticket, for instance, that you don't deserve, uh, do you fight it? No, most of you don't fight it. Most of you don't look up the, 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 the civil code. Most of you don't look up the ways that you can get out of a ticket. You just like, well, eh, what's 70 bucks? What's 70 bucks? I can tell you what 70 bucks is. 70 bucks. That's a lot of sausage. Or a pretty good bottle of scotch. There you go. And while I'm sipping on my scotch that I saved 70 bucks because I didn't pay the parking ticket. It tastes that much it better. It tastes that much better. Exactly. So... Yeah, I'll launch into my first story. You ready for that? Ready. Okay. So and let me be clear. When I'm dead to rights, when I'm caught dead to rights, I don't fight. When you're what? Uh, when you're what? Caught dead to rights. It's a term. Oh, like when, <laughs> when you're nailed I and you, you know it. you said something different. No. <laughs> I don't want to know what you thought I said. <laughs> so I got a speeding ticket. You're aware of this. Yes. I... You were going quite fast. How fast was I going, you Michelle? You were going 140 something. 142 miles 142. an hour. 142. Yeah, I deserved Terrible. a ticket. Terrible. Yes, you I, did. So here's the thing: I didn't fight it. In fact, I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised that the officer didn't arrest me because, of course, I'm going double the speed limit. That is, it's it's, it's a felony, actually. Mm-hmm. I should have taken away your driver's license. He and he said he could have, mm-hmm. but because I hadn't had a ticket in 10 years and. It was 101, and nobody was on the road. And I know you know what to do when a cop pulls you over. Oh, you I do everything right. Before. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, I'll launch into a little tutorial. First of all, uh, don't act like one of the douchebags. We're going to defund the police. Don't act like a dick. Number one, like, did I even have to say that? No. Yeah, I did because a lot no. of people do that. I know. How many videos do you see on YouTube when a cop rolls up and they're like, "Don't want to roll down their window." Or they whip out their phone to record. Right, everything. right. Okay, you're you're fucked at that point, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're human beings, and they're going to react in kind. So you treat them with respect; they're going to treat you with respect. So I, when I pull over, I put my hands out the window to lower their their concern about any type of violence that might befall them. I turn the car completely off. The radio's completely off. I announce. That I'm going to reach into the glove box and grab my license and registration. I announce I do not have any weapons in the vehicle. You also missed one thing that you said you always do is you pull over 
on oh, the side of the road where there's obvious over. enough space yeah. for him to cut him or her to get to your car. Correct. So again, out of respect, I don't want them in the in anywhere near the traffic. And they they recognize this, okay? And I do have police as friends. I grew up, my best friends' parents were both police, so I, I have all these pointers that I I I got over time. So this gentleman comes alongside, uh, announces that you know. <laughs> Do you know how fast you were going? The yada, yada, yada. I pretended like I didn't know, uh, having just taken a picture and posted it. <laughs> of course I knew how fast I was going. So he announces that he's going to go back to his car, and if I don't have any recent citations, he's going to give me uh, a regular ticket and lower it back down to uh, something that's not atrocious or that he has to haul me in on. So, Already a win. Right, but this is where things go completely sideways. So he went back to his car. He checked me out on the computer. Sure enough, popped up. Hadn't had a ticket in 10 years. He says, okay, everything's good to go. And I quote, direct quote, you will get a notification in the mail. It may take upwards of six months because there's a lot of backlog due to COVID. Okay, Fair and enough. I'll tell you what, I've been driving for what, 34 years? That's how every single ticket that I've gotten over time, not that there's been a lot, has been managed. You get the paper ticket, and you put it in your souvenir book, whatever. It's not a big deal. You wait for the notification. The notification gives you the instruction on how to apply for traffic school, right. what to do as far as the process goes, and you're you're good to go from there. Okay. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this this notice. I think, I think we to can come. see where this is going. Yeah. Never came. Never came. Never came. You know what I got instead? What? I got a, a warrant and a bail notice oh. from the county. Like, why is this coming from the county? Better yet, it's delinquent because, number one, they kept sending these letters to a former address of mine, and that occupant did not forward them to me. Finally, I got them all at once, and it looked like I was, I had, you know, jail time coming. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell it was talking about. $750. I'm like, what are, what's going on? So I call the county. I'm like, what is all this red ink? And why is there a warrant? And I have bail. They then launched into this, well, you got a speeding ticket back. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I did. And my cars are registered to Monterey. So why are you guys sending it to Napa? I don't know. Number two, I never got the notice. Oh, well, we don't do notices. I'm like, you don't do notices? Well, your officer said... You, you do notices, so there's a major miscommunication here. And again, <clears throat> this is my beef. I've got a bill now pending for $750. I am not fighting the ticket. I'm not fighting the fact that I was wrong. I'm fighting the fact that it's now doubled. And that miscommunication, the poor training, whatever is going on in this chaos that we're in, has now put me in a position where I'm facing writing a large check. Now, here's the thing. Most of y'all would write that check mm -hmm. and make it go away. I'm telling you, don't do that. I'm also telling you, I, again, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I think it was on purpose. Hmm. I think they're trying to recover. They've got so much to recover from. I'm thinking little by little, oh, let's do away with the notices and not tell anybody. I think the officer was probably right. That it should have... It, you should there should have been, have been a notice. Right. And then, yeah. And then the county decided, <laughs> let's take away the notices and then hit them with a fine because they ignored the ticket. And the woman said, you're supposed to pay from the ticket. I'm like, what? That's never been the case. That's never been the case. Never been the case. False. 
So that's issue number one. So you saw the letter I wrote. I did. And I'm fighting this tooth and nail. I will fight this. And you know what? I'm going to win it. I don't mind paying the $300. I also don't mind going to traffic school to get this wiped off my insurance, which insurance, as we all know, is a huge scam. So you got to play the game on that as well. I am not taking no for an answer. I'm not bending over and spending an extra three fifty, no, four fifty, to make this just go away. I mean, four fifty. What can you do with four fifty? Exactly. Right. Give me a break. No way. So my my strong advice to everybody is, don't just settle. Don't be a settler. Don't be a a, a victim. You've got to be a survivor and take it into your own hands. Story number two. I want to follow up to this story. Oh, you'll get it. Okay. You'll get it for sure. Yeah. Story number two. And this, this again, is a case of people that are incompetent doing a job that, well, I don't want to sound like a, a dick, but from the outward appearances, looks like a pretty damn simple job. Enforcing parking. Not rocket science, y'all. And I have to call them out because this is a case where I fought it and I lost. And they're okay. digging their heels in and using all kinds of excuses. Once again, I believe it's a scam. It's very similar in nature as to what happened here. So Michelle, as you know, I post pictures of me running on the beach. I post pictures of me in my spin classes doing spin, but I do have a form of arthritis that occasionally afflicts me. And as much as I hate to use it, occasionally I do need to use my handicap placard. That's kind of a get out of jail free card in the parking world. There are only a few cases where you can't use it and it trumps the sign. I'm in San Luis Obispo. Did you hear that slow? You do so many things so well, but your parking enforcement and the people that are in charge of your parking enforcement, heads up your asses. Sorry, there it was. And I warned you guys. Didn't use it as leverage, but when I sent in the check, I mentioned I was going to hang you out to dry on the podcast. Here it is. This is what you get. Mm. Sorry. Maybe you don't fuck with the wrong person, right? Have my handicap placard visible in my Jeep, got out, walked a short distance to the restaurant, came back out, ticket, said, oh, hell no. Oh, hell, how did you not see this, right? So again, with this issue of them sending it, misdirected, got to me delayed, now it's went from 30 to $70. I explained to them in both over the phone and in writing, didn't deserve the ticket in the first place. You just gave, this is how you treat your disabled. Interesting. So didn't deserve the ticket in the first place. Showed them a copy of not only the handicap placard, but the image of it in the window with the ticket on it. Good for you. Yep. Documentation, documentation. How do you miss this, right? You know what they did? They said, well, you missed the window. (gasps) You missed the window to reply. You had 21 days. I didn't get that ticket. Until after the window was closed. I explained that as well. Didn't care. Yeah. It's a technicality. It's already been sent to collections. It's already been sent to DMV. Well, then reverse it. Because you just penalized somebody who didn't deserve to be penalized. The The initial act was wrong. You own that act. You make need to right. reverse it. And yeah. you need to make it right. Right. Again, I think this is a big revenue thing. So did you say you lost this one? I lost this one. Yeah, that's shameful. That's funny. That's the exact word I put on the the memo of the check. Shame on you. Shame on you. And I wrote a handwritten note on top of the letter that they had sent to me about the incompetency, but more specifically, 
not a handicap friendly city. Sorry. Think they'll ha- they'll handle that as a gift that was given to them? I don't know. You know what I said was, you're hey, not going to hear back from no, anybody. No, I won't. I won't hear back from anybody. But here's what I put on there. I put the air date of this podcast. I put the address of the podcast, and I said, make sure you forward this to your public relations person if you want to see someone cringe several times. Yeah. And you so them I, out. I'm hoping you did it. I'm hoping the people are now sitting in a boardroom somewhere, the directors of parking or the public relations person or maybe even the mayor. And they're like, oh, God, we should have just let this go. What? And, and the other thing I said was, was this worth 70 bucks? Because I'll tell you what, this is how I'm spending my 70 bucks. Good for you. I'm taking it and I'm running with it. I'm going to get $70 worth of enjoyment out of flushing you guys down the toilet because you deserve it. Yeah. And it's not just about me. Yeah, I'm butthurt about it. And no, 70 bucks isn't going to break anybody. But it's the fact that do better. Right. Do exactly. Better. I don't want this to happen to someone else who can't afford that ticket. And you know what? Train your people better. Get your act together as far as the clerical goes so that you're sending the tickets to the right locations. Have you have you done that? Made sure that it's corrected. So, yeah. When I talk to them, they're like, oh, we have this address. I'm like, How, where's, what's that address? Mm. Okay. Why did you send it to one address? Because when they, they said, oh, we have you at... Mm-hmm. At your current address in Monterey. And I said, well, how come it was sent initially to the other address? Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's oh, I don't have riddle, an answer for that. I'm like, that. you don't have an answer for a lot of stuff right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and at that point, that's when you, you own it. And you say, yeah, you know what? You're right. This has been a, a mistake after mistake after mistake. All on their part, not on my part. Did you do the, I need to speak to a supervisor? I did. I said, above, who can I go above you? Well, you'd have to take it up with the DMV because it's, it's the cop-out thing. Yes, it's the bullshit it's cop-out the, thing. It's the cable no, it's in the hands of someone else. Let me, get, yeah. let me patch you through to this right, person. Right, right, right. Hoping then that you'll it, just tire. It's an empty voicemail box. Yes. <laughs> yep. No, it was mishandled. I, I will say this. The gal I got on the phone couldn't be more of a ray of sunshine. Just very polite. And I was extraordinarily polite through the process. Yeah, you always are. And that's how you handle it, right? right. You don't go in with barking because otherwise people are just going to turn on you. She was super sweet. But at the end of the day, and I don't know if it was bad training or her hands were tied by the administration, she was not able to do anything to help me out. Yeah, that just there's just no justice It's a dick there. move. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not likely to go and park and slow anymore. I'll go to another city if I have to. I'll go down the street to Pismo. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't deserve my business is what I'm saying. And the business owners in Slow don't want to hear that. And that brings me to distant number three, which is San Francisco. I don't go to San Francisco anymore. Why is that? Why is that? The parking Gestapo. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. So you heard that, that uh, my daughter and I went to San Francisco and we drove around San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I was very deliberate in saying we drove around. We didn't stop. No kidding. We didn't park. No, I'm not patronizing any businesses as a penalty to the fact that just about every time I go, I get some sort of ticket, regardless of the fact that I'm not doing anything wrong. I've spent so many hours down at the DPT station off of Van Ness. They almost know me by name. Sometimes it's, a, it's oh, we didn't see that handicap placard, which is apparently a thing, yeah. right? How blind are you? Maybe don't be a, a DPT person if you can't see in the windshield. But the most recent has been enforcing this abstract law that seems like it's just a 
hit the pinata with a stick, money falls out. Mm-hmm. My exotic car does not have the ability to have a front license plate. And allegedly, you're supposed to have a front license plate. Why is San Francisco, and maybe Sacramento, but why is San Francisco the only city that enforces that? Do you want to know how much that is? How much was it? $120. Was it really? Yep. And of course, I, how am I going to fight that? I don't have a, a license plate on the front, and I'm not going to have somebody drill a hole in the grill of my car to put a friggin' license plate. So you know what the message is? What? Don't go to San Francisco. Yeah. I've never heard of that being that law being enforced. Right. How, how many years have I had that car? And I've only gotten one ticket, and it was in, and it was in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Unreal. And that was the thing. I had my handicap placard up at that point. That's at, right after my accident. I was in a stall that was metered, so I didn't have to pay it. They're like, I'm going to get this guy somehow. I'm like, that's <laughs> bullshit. So I'm done. I, you know what? San Francisco's got a lot to offer, but thanks to the DPT being more of a Gestapo and less of let's make it easier to park in San Francisco because right. that has nothing to do with making it easier to park. It has, it has nothing to do. What's, what's the mission of the DPT? To collect revenue. If, it's, if, they, if they say even one single thing in the direction of our job is to keep the traffic flowing, yeah. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. How is the traffic flowing better because I have a front license plate? Yeah, that doesn't create revenue. Sorry, guys. Ain't, ain't falling for it. Dang. So San Francisco's banned. I don't go to San Francisco. Well, I don't spend do, money there. Don't park. No, I don't <laughs> park. I don't spend money there. Yeah, I'll drive on your streets. You took but a stand. And I'll, I'll take some pictures, but I am not I'm not patronizing any businesses because you guys don't make it a welcomed experience. And I won't have to do that with slow, but boy. Because I, I, I love slow. <laughs> San Francisco, I can take now. or leave, but s- slow. Come on. Get your act together. You know, I'm not. And again, I'm, I'm rallying people to do the same thing. So you really don't want this bad press out there. Where people are listening, people are going to follow, people are going to say, oh, yeah, right. I've had that experience too. I'm going to rise up and stand up against this as well. And that's what today's really all about in terms of creating a remarkable memory. So take that, run with it. Don't go into that dark night quietly. Don't take out the checkbook. You can take out the pen, but use it to fight, write letters. Don't just take a, a citation and, and allow it to, to, infiltrate your finances right wrong or otherwise i do it when i'm wrong or when i'm right but that's up to you wow and you just did the wisdom bombs for me <laughs> that was it you were on a homework i was not stopping you david that was i was letting it all out this is but- this is a rant you know and and again i get it your cities are suffering you guys took it in the shorts we all took it in the shorts mm-hmm. y'all to penalize people that are trying to do the right thing, you know. And again, if you listen to my previous podcasts, especially you, San Luis Obispo, I was all about talking about how your restaurants are awesome and you've got great customer service out there and everybody seems to be chill. Got to redact it. Got to redact it. Hopefully they'll make it right. I don't I don't have faith that they will. I know. It's a bureaucracy. They're not going to they're not going to call me up. They're not going to send a letter. They're not going to say, oh, my gosh, you're right. Now that I heard your podcast, I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> no. And if you do, I'll, I'll follow up. Yeah, you will. I'll follow up. That's- I'll have a, hey, check this out. This is, what, this is what good leadership looks like. 
they heard it. They took it as a gift. They, they changed their stripes and they did the right thing. That would be fantastic. I mean, that would just be the feather in the cap because I already like San Luis Obispo so much. That would just be like over the top. Oh my God, you guys have your act together. Word up. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen. No. Prove me wrong. Do not hold your breath. Prove me wrong. That's all I got to say. I like that. So we've got the homework. Fight. Don't sit on your on your hands. Do something about it. Stand up against it. Don't just, eh, it's okay. I'll just write a check. No. BS. Challenge, don't do that. Challenge those agencies to do better. Absolutely. Challenge people to do better. Yep. That's the homework. So the wisdom bombs were dropped. We got nothing homework. left to say, but... Get out there and fly that kite. Yakoki. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.